Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Welcome into the podcast this week as we're going to talk about 2020 hindsight, <laughs> not necessarily the year. We're going to talk about, you know, how we look backwards and it's much easier to kind of see our mistakes, obviously, after we've made them. So we're going to have that as our topic today with Phil. What's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Rocking and rolling. Rocking and rolling. Well, I know you're back you into the, the swing of things in the fall here. So yeah, see, I'm I'm fall colors. Um, there you go. Very, very appropriate. We don't we don't have those colored leaves yet, but yeah, after yet. last night it was getting a little chilly. So yeah. Well, I, I I own several polo shirts, and they're black, and black, and red, <laughs> and orange. And black. <laughs> and black. <laughs> I thought, well, I don't have a lot of diversity there, but I'll change it up a little bit for something bright today. My wife always gives me a hard time. You look at my uh, my closet and it's blue and blue and a different shade of blue and oh, yeah. stripes and, you know, it's, it's blue, like a lot of blue. So, and black. I like black yeah. and gray too. But. It's like, what are you talking about? I have 12 different shades of blue. She's like, it's blue. <laughs> That's right. I bring home a shirt. It's another blue shirt. Yeah, but this one, I don't have one that's got polka dots. Or, you know, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is this is a different blue than that blue. Just like, I can't see it. Well, I know we've got to get rocking and rolling today, so we're going to keep these kind of short and sweet. You've got a, a client review coming up, so we're going to jump right in. Like any decision in life, you know, we can sometimes regret or maybe wish we had done things a little bit differently after the fact. So in the financial world, let's do a little rear, rear view mirror. Say that three times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some rear view mirror action here. So uh, maybe people are, well, it's going to happen, right? So we're 30 days or so away from the election, maybe 35, 40, I don't know, I lost track now. Uh, getting getting close, together. that's for sure. Getting so. close. And so if you're having a bit of, man, I wish I'd have done this in March when the, when the decline happened from the virus, when the big drop happened in March of this year, might you kick yourself again election time if you don't take a little action? Is there something that's worrying you? Kind of makes sense? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it always hindsight's easier, right? You, you get back there and think, oh, I should have stayed in, you know. We went through that when the last big correction hit back in, in 2008, not that this was a, a correction to that magnitude or length. Right. But yeah, there's a lot of things that at the bottom of the market, don't know where things are going. You don't want to make decisions then and you look back and say, oh, I, I wish I should have, you know. And one thing is maybe going into cash. You know, unfortunately, um, I have run into a few people, not my clients. We've got a plan in place that they understood where things were, were at and were comfortable with um, what's going on in the market as we were riding through it. Right. But who, you know, the, these individuals I was speaking with that did, unfortunately, at the bottom sell and go into cash and haven't been back in since. You know, and now that there's this big run up in the market, now when do you get back in? Um, and there's a lot so of conversation about that. People are thinking, well, you know, cause it's just like in 16, you know, if, if yeah. either side wins, the market's going to, you know, implode or explode or whatever the case might be. And so you people find themselves saying, well, maybe I should go ahead and make some moves now. Maybe I should take some chips off the table in case there's a big fall, even if it rebounds, you know, again, your time horizon Maybe that's not the worst idea to ponder, but you should have a conversation with your advisor and say, hey, should we peel a little bit back prior to? Should we stay in? But, you know, what should we do? Yeah, and that's, I'm not a real big fan of uh, making big decisions based on what's going on in a market. You know, to me, bottom line, first of all, you have to have a plan. We talk about this all the time. 
you know, what is your plan? How does your money position according to that plan to start with? Right. Then maybe look for opportunity, you know. So for us, when, when we were going through the, the downturn in March, we do a lot of Roth conversion planning with clients anyways. Yeah. And typically we wait towards the end of the year just so that we can get a better picture of what their year looked like as we're doing conversions. Because unfortunately, in the new tax environment with the, the latest tax change, we can no longer recharacterize. So once the conversion's done, you're locked in. Um, but for those clients that we know we're going to do a conversion, we did the majority of or a big piece of at least the conversion back in March when the, the opportunity was there and the market was down. Well, I think you that's know, a so great key me, word is, is opportunity. That's how I look at op, you know scenarios like that is, is that shouldn't change your investment strategy at that point. That's the wrong thing. Now we're acting on emotion. It's not based on fact and what's going on. If you've got a plan in place, assets and everything's positioned according to that plan, now when you get some of this volatility, does that fit into the plan? Is this from opportunity? You know, mm -hmm. maybe you had money sitting in the sidelines that you could put in that was in that later bucket for long term. Right. You know, so to me, it's more of an opportunity at that stage. So. Well, and it kind of goes hand in hand with number two, and you touched on it a second ago, which is risk. Yep. And a lot of people will say, man, if, if I would have known how much risk I had or I was exposed to, I might have done something differently. It's a right. fix. Find out how much risk. Yeah. You Find out right now, have that analysis done today. And if, if your advisor hasn't done that with you, I'd be happy to, to run through that scenario to show you this is the risk in there. Because you don't want to find out at the bottom of the, the market or not even the bottom, who knows what's going on, but you know, a downturn in the market to, to realize right. I wasn't comfortable there. That was too much risk. That's the wrong time to determine that because now you're going to jump out potentially yep. because it's too hot, so to speak. You're out. I can't take it but it was the wrong time because maybe it's going to be a quick bounce like it was this last time. Maybe not. Maybe it's going to be more of an extended, you know, bear market the next time. Who knows? Right. But you don't want to realize that at that point. That's the wrong stage to realize too much risk. I can't handle it. Well, and if you find yourself worried about number one, uh, we kind of talked about like what might, may or may not happen with the election and you're worried about how it might affect yep. you. That's probably your risk. So have the conversation and you can kind of work through both of those potential hindsight scenarios right there. Um, another one, Phil, is, um, you know, just not really understanding the options about Social Security. We get emails all the time. We get uh, different things, that, you know, into the show. You see them in the office where people say, yeah, I turned it on at 62 because it's the thing to do. And I just didn't really understand my options. And it sounds like I should have waited. Yeah. And, and again, it's one of those things with Social Security, you, you do have some opportunity to, to backtrack, so to speak, do a mulligan and redo it. If, if you catch it in time, you've got 12 months. You basically. Pay it back. Who wants to do that? You got to pay it back. Yeah. So there's some caveats and what has to happen. But yeah, it's easier to have a plan in place to begin with to say, this is how Social Security fits. These are my options. I've already run the math behind it. And I know how it fits in my overall plan so that you're not just winging it, so to speak, or, you know, talking to your, your coworker and said, Hey, what did you do? Oh, you filed at 62. I think that's a good idea. I'm going to go ahead. Why would I let them use my money? You know, <laughs> there, I mean, there's all sorts of arguments out there. I'm going to take it. I'm going to invest it. I can do better than them. You know, it's like, Oh, maybe depends, you know, but then if you get into a market like this and you, you invest and then sell out at the buy, you know, I mean, there's all sorts of factors that play in that you don't want to be making those decisions at that point. Again, it's part of an overall plan where does Social Security fit? Understand the options and instead of strategy accordingly, not that you have to stick with that forever, but at least you understand here's the pros and cons. This is what fits. It's a well thought out plan then 
to, to react and, and make the right decisions. Yeah. You know, and if social security, we've done a several podcasts on those. So if you haven't mm -hmm. subscribed to us on whatever platform you're using, whether it's audio, video, whatever the case is, you know, go do that and go check out some, cause we've done several ones on, you know, when's the right time, you know, is it something it's part of the strategy. It's not a standalone piece, you know, so you want to make sure that it's part of your cohesive overall plan when it comes to and security. There, there's so many options and, and different nuances when it comes to social security, because it's for a married couple, it's not just about you as the individual, you have to understand yep. as the household, the husband and wife, how does one decision affect the other? And what are the right. options to look at it as a joint decision? Because, you know, unfortunately, we, we see the higher earning spouse sometimes maybe older, maybe not in good health deciding, you know what, I don't think I'm going to live long enough to break even, so to speak. So I'm going to file early. I, I've got yeah. to get it before I, I pass away. Yeah. But then not realizing, well, what has that done for a surviving spouse? You've now potentially locked in their benefit at a lower rate. We're running the math, looking at it more comprehensively at a higher level, holistically saying, as a household, it probably would have waited for, or made sense for me to wait till later because of a surviving spouse. Right. And a lot of times we do that, right? With a lot of pieces of the puzzle, we sometimes, I mean, I think we think about it and we say we want to do things, you know, collectively as a unit, if you will. Yep. But then sometimes we make these little decisions that wind up kind of messing that up. So that's messing one of the everything reasons why up, you, yeah. yep, that's why you want to not have hindsight, you know, kind of wishful, you know, oh man, I wish I should have, could have, would have, right? Have the thought planned out ahead. Exactly. Uh, you mentioned 401s. You guys have done a lot of Roth conversions. A lot of people have found themselves in that position too over the last couple of years, especially with the tax programs. They've been like, man, I wish I'd have taken more advantage of the Roth. Yeah. And, and again, it's one of those looking in the rearview mirror, it's easier uh, understanding what you should have maybe done back then. Um, but you can't change where you're at, right? I mean, you're, you're at where you're at. Don't regret past decisions, but look at going forward. Does it make sense? Uh, you know, often in a, somebody in the later part of their career, it might not be the right time to be in a, you know, contributing to a Roth then because if they're in the later part of the career, potentially at the higher earning level, maybe they are going to be in a lower bracket in retirement. Maybe not. You've got to, again, analyze it and see. But if you're potentially in a higher bracket today than what you're going to be in retirement early on, especially, maybe you would pick up some advantage contributing to the, the 401k, the traditional side, getting a deduction yeah. today, yeah. you know, and then uh, converting that later, which sounds kind of counterintuitive. Why would I put it in and then later convert it? And it all, it all comes out to mapping out your taxes. That's a big piece of what we help clients understand is, Here's your tax map. This is where you're at today. These are the brackets as certain things happen. Early retirement, you know, Social Security starts, required minimum distributions, one of the smallest passing, those are all key ages you have to understand or, or time frames you have to understand what happens to your tax rates. Yeah. And I say it almost every month. So when one show or the other, it's not what you make, it's what you keep. So... Absolutely. Yeah. That, that's all that matters at the end of the day. That's all that matters at the end of the day. Exactly. All right. One more here. And we'll wrap this one up for hindsight. Do you feel as though you, uh, do you do that often? Do you sit there and go, man, I wish I had of this or I wish I had of that. And we all do it, but do you do it a lot with your finances? That's the, kept with the question there. Uh, retiring too early, you know, those folks that are like, and we saw a lot of that after 08, 09 with the fall there where people really, you know, lost a lot and they had to go back to work. And it was like, well, I guess I retired too early. Probably not. Those were some extenuating circumstances where yeah. you got hammered. But 
you know, people do find themselves in that situation. They think I don't have enough money. I, did I retire too early? Now I've got to go back and whatever the case is. And the plan just wasn't maybe set up the right way. You know, investments, for instance, like in 08, 09, you didn't have an investment strategy set up to account for the fact that we will have these bull and bear market cycles. How are you going to handle that? You know, but the, the retiring too early, um, yeah, you, again, there's nothing short of running the math to see, does it make sense? Um, you know, oftentimes you kind of like the downturn in the market. You don't want to get pushed into a scenario that I'm just fed up with it. I can't take it anymore. I'm going to retire. Right. You know, not having figured it all out, one of the pieces that often plays into this is healthcare. You know, because if you retire prior to 65, that year or two, whatever it is prior to that, if you've retired, you're paying for healthcare in the traditional sense, you know, out of your own pocket, going to the marketplace, that can be very costly. You know, so not to say it's not the right decision, but understand before you make that decision and, and put in your notice and say, I'm done. I was going to retire next year, but I'm just done. I can't take it anymore. Right. Yeah. So, you know, and, make sure you understand all the, the ramifications for that decision. That's going to do it. We're going to wrap it up here with the podcast this week. As always, don't forget to uh, hit the subscribe button or the like button on YouTube or Apple or Google or Spotify or whatever platform you're using to listen to the podcast. I've had the number on the screen the whole time, but for those of you that are listening to us, don't forget if you've got questions or concerns, call Phil before you take any action so you don't have some of these hindsight things, especially with uh, what looks to be a pretty, you know, continued shaky year as the year winds down. 248-888-7530 is how you reach out to him. Uh, but anyway, reach out to Phil. Check him out online at philstaxhacks.com. That's philstaxhacks.com. And we will talk to you next time here on the podcast. Phil. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.